what the problem is with Miss Zencaster tonight. But That's so fucking weird. We don't, get, uh, we don't get the theme song tonight, I guess. Okay. All right. Well, I'll just. podcast market i'm panda and i'm here with my friend tease hi tease hi pan how are you oh i'm doing pretty good how are you i'm okay i'm sleepy but it's okay i'm always sleepy (laughs) so sleepy yeah that's how it is on this bitch of an earth it sure is panda i feel like something good has happened to you recently and maybe it's just that summer camp island came out yesterday (laughs) no not yesterday today on the day that we're recording this wow congratulations today that's some big shit how are you feeling tell me about it great i've already watched it which seems like kind of a feat until you remember that it's 13 episodes that are 11 minutes long so Mm. shorter than the snyder cut so uh, it did not take me uh, very much of today to watch it. And it's good. It, good. On the one hand, I was hoping for a little more about like certain aspects that were of the, the story and the lore that were established the last time there was a mm-hmm. new episode drop. But honestly, like that took up several episodes of the last episode drop. So you know what? I'm fine with waiting for that plot thread to to come back up. That's so fair. But it, uh the episodes were good. I enjoyed them. Last night I rewatched a bunch of the previous season to to get back into it and i enjoyed it and i'm I'm glad i hope that there are more seasons to come congratulations i'm so glad that you can enjoy it what have you uh enjoyed anything this week well i since we last talked i finished girls five eva yeah and uh that last episode man kind of put a damper on it for me but it's you know what that's kind of sad Sometimes people, just because they work in Hollywood doesn't mean that they should necessarily be making fun of pop culture. That's all I'll say. I find that, unfortunately, the longer someone has been working in Hollywood, the less of a 100% grasp they have on, like pop culture outside of the bubble of people who work in entertainment in presumably Los Angeles or New York. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. I I agree because it kind of just became like a how can we make fun of Gen Z musicians? I'm like, Shut yeah, up, you know, which stinks. I mean, and I'm not saying this just as like a 100 Gex fan or anything like that. It just it felt like a was corny... there 100 Gex parody. No, there wasn't. Oh. But 
that would have been an that would have been interesting but well so like for instance the original rapper that uses their song as a sample in the first episode is named yeah. little stinker and then <laughs> by the end of the season he just starts going by stinker and then there's these two guys that are like twins that are tiktok or like youtube stars and then they have a song called the slingy and the slingy is sarah Bareilles's character she like wrote it type deal and then sold the rights to this like the lyrics type deal so they get to perform the slingy but it's still supposed to be kind of comedic because like oh they're these tiktok stars and they're just doing this for a goof and the whole gag is that they want to play a jingle ball and like i get it in the late 90s early 2000s jingle ball meant something but like I don't know. I, I wasn't completely like that last episode kind of disappointed me a little bit. But then I also had a really weird dream that season two got approved, but they replaced the fat older lesbian character with a really thin, darker skinned black woman with Yikes. no explanation. No, this is my dream I had. Oh, OK. <laughs> Sorry. I. <laughs> so in this dream, I was like, what the fuck happened? It was just a dream. So it's very funny that you're dreaming about girls five ever. Shut up. I know. It's it's embarrassing. But it's the truth. And then I also, on a more fun note, I also finished reading Ghost Wall by Sarah Moss. And it's like a short 130 page novella. Uh. Friends let me borrow the book. They were like, We think this would be good. We think that you would like this. And I read it and it was okay, you know. Yeah, not, not the best book, not the worst book. It, I mean, like, I don't want to give away the whole story, but the plot is a girl is doing a summer anthropology, archaeology study with her father and mother and then a professor and three of his students from the local university. And it's about them kind of reenacting the Iron Age of England for like two, three weeks or whatever like that. Interesting. um, Like, I don't want to get into the themes of it. Like I could tell you about it, I guess, off air if anybody wants to read it. It was sold to me as a bog horror book, but it's not particularly horror in my opinion. It, it's more like, I don't know. I don't know what to label it as, but I didn't really think it was necessarily that horror based and then, okay. yeah, so that's, and now I'm reading another book, which is exciting too. So that's fun. Yeah. And my favorite podcast finished up another season. So oh, what podcast? Uh, no dogs in space. Oh, nice. Yeah. Which is a, oh, speaking podcast. of dogs in space, something I forgot to mention earlier was that there was a, there was a voice acting cameo in the new season of summer camp Island by one travis mcelroy travis mcelroy i was sitting there and i was like travis mcelroy i mean he did get into trolls too he has the chops yeah and i mean like griffin and justin have also had like a smattering of small roles on uh like cartoon network shows and like some other stuff but i just was of all things, was not expecting to hear Travis. And also, Elsie uh, Fisher was in Whoa. an episode. Yeah, Elsie Fisher was in there, and that was exciting. So, yeah, that was just... Uh, it's always fun to recognize voice actors in my cartoons. 
I love that for you. Congratulations. I'm so happy. Oh, I have watched and am reading the original comic of uh, Sweet Tooth. The Netflix show came out a couple weeks ago. Yeah. How is that? Have you watched it? I like it. it. Yeah. I I watched the Netflix show. I had not read the comic first, uh, even though over on the comics podcast, the creator of Sweet Tooth, uh, Jeff Lemire, is, I refer to him as our papa because we generally love Jeff Lemire books over on the comics podcast, but this is just one that I had not read. Ah. So I decided to watch the show totally blind and I, I liked the show. And so I decided to read the comic comic is very different, but not in a, I, I've read some like interviews with Jeff Lemire about the changes they made for the show. And like, I also kind of think that some of the changes they made to like the tone and like the original comic is like, got a lot of really gritty elements but like gritty post-apocalypse is kind of it was not overdone in like 2013 when this comic started coming out but Mm. in 2021 the i find the the warmer and gentler approach to post-apocalypse it's more of a I would describe the Sweet Tooth Netflix show as taking place post-post-apocalypse, like once things have started to grow back and like nature, nature is healing as nature it were. Nature is healing. <laughs> uh, and I just, I, I kind of like that tone a little better, but I like both versions of the story. I'm not done with the Sweet Tooth comic yet, but mm. uh, I'm in the last volume of it and i've i've been enjoying that as well so i don't know if i would recommend sweet tooth for you specifically but (laughs) just because no just no no, hold on just because of your particular tastes i don't know if 100 percent that this would click with you thank you i i saw an ad for it the other day like netflix you know how twitter advertising works yeah and it was like netflix sweet tooth and i was like well you what? may have seen it because i've retweeted some well some no no, no. It, was, about it. it was specifically like the netflix account being okay, advertised yeah, yeah, yeah. and i was like what is this and the, it's called sweet tooth because the the deer kid who is the main character he likes sweets he likes candy Oh, okay. The, he he gets the nickname Sweet Tooth, and that's why oh, the why that's it's called Sweet. Sweet Tooth. Yeah, I I don't know if I want to watch it. It is a challenge for me to sit down and watch TV these days to begin with. Yeah, so. like it's not something that when I was watching it, I was like, oh, I really think Tease would like this. So. <laughs> Like, that's normally my criteria for recommending things to you is if I have, like, that gut feeling that I think you, you would like a thing. I appreciate it. That's very exciting for me. But yeah, I watched a three and a half hour video uh, on YouTube about Fred. You remember oh my Fred. God. I sure do. I gotta say, although the three and a half hour runtime is intimidating for any YouTube video, this one actually is really good. I watched I, it in chunks. I didn't sit down and watch it all at once. I did sit through that five hour Nikocado avocado video. Though, oh, so. I never finished that one. 
<laughs> oh my god i just like went back and forth to it like for two weeks straight it was that's wonderful. the way to honestly it. that's the way to watch long youtube yeah. videos like this is to yeah. sort of treat it like its own mini series yeah i i love shit like that truth be told but yeah uh the fred video was actually really good mostly because like like i was definitely of the appropriate age when fred was like oh i did my fred time thing i did my time i only watched maybe one fred video and oh, i just I didn't like I didn't like the high pitched voice. I didn't like the screaming. So it just was not I was like, okay, well other yeah. people like this, but this is just not for me. So I never watched very much of it. I didn't know any of the the lore, so to speak. Okay, I did know that. I know that the Did you know that because I was tweeting about it that one? Night. No, I used to see the I used to see the ads for it on like Nickelodeon. I would see the ads for the Fred boobies and were were you aware that in the Fred movie Jeanette McCurdy's a goth girl in it? I okay, see here's the thing. When I was watching when I was watching the Fred video, like at the beginning, when he would, sh when the guy would show like clips from Fred the movie or whatever, like it would be Jeanette McCurdy, and I was like, "Huh, I thought that that was Daniela Monet." And then I come to find out Daniela Monet took over the role of Bertha in Fred Two, and then wow. Fred the TV series. Wow, which was another thing I didn't know existed was Fred the TV series, or there was a Fred cartoon called It's Fred, I think. Oh, wow. I didn't know that there was a TV show. I should watch this. Yeah. Honestly, the video was really good and really interesting. And yeah, just uh, YouTube that bad boy right now. Yeah. I quite enjoyed the experience. I what happened was is I started the video because I, I it's by Quentin Reviews and I watch this guy's videos pretty like whenever there's a new one. So I saw it and I didn't look at the runtime at all. I was just like, oh, it's a video on Fred. He makes videos on uh, like previous uh big things on youtube it's a series called fallen titans so mm. i was like yeah you know it's a fred video and then so apparently at one point i i paused the video because i need to go pee and i look and i realize that i am an hour into a three and a half hour video but we you know love I, to see it. i stuck it out and it was good quentin reviews also put out a four hour video on iCarly and I watched that as well and God. I liked I honestly I liked the Fred video better uh but probably because I knew less about Fred going in so I felt like I learned more from the video whereas I'm a I'm a I would consider myself a Schneider's bakery aficionado mm. from my from my growing up which also speaking of iCarly I'm probably gonna watch episode one of the reboot after this can i be petty for a second please i love it when you're petty <laughs> i hate when the miranda the miranda crosgrove interesting screenshot got added into the iCarly reboot <laughs> because that is a drake and josh screenshot it is, it is a drake and josh screenshot. <laughs> it makes me so mad <laughs> i hate it but... i mean you're right you're absolutely right <laughs> damn know your history but um i was a part of the Fred fandom for a brief time, I guess you can call it. I feel it. like I of all the things that I've learned about you, this is maybe the worst. And I've learned a bunch of things about you over the years, Teresa. I mean, like, I wasn't in the fandom, but I, like, watched his videos when they came <laughs> out. So I watched Fred back in the day when he was still a part of the three of them YouTube channel. That oh, was, like, you JKL. were uh, old 
JKL Productions head. Yeah, I was a JKL fan back in the day, and I really liked them. A and then in all things. Yeah, truly. And then I followed Fred to his own channel, I guess Lucas to his own channel, and then I watched it. And then, like, I think by the time I was, like, in late middle school, I was like, I'm getting, I'm getting tired of this. Like, I remember being in middle school and seeing a girl wearing a Fred shirt and being like, God damn, she's so brave to be wearing this shit. I wish I could wear a Fred shirt. But then like, I think by the time it was like eighth grade, maybe beginning of high school, I kind of started to fade out. But then like a few months ago, I got really high and watched the first Fred movie after I watched um, Dr. Strangelove for the first time. Incidentally, uh, being really high was how I didn't realize that I was an hour into a three and a half hour Fred video until I paused it. Get really stoned and just watch Fred videos together. (laughs) God. Well, I am coming up to New York in November, so. Yeah, I would love to hang out with you again. It's just, Emma, I actually, when do you think you're coming? Welcome Um, to the podcast, guys, where Panda and I just catch up. I had a feeling it would be this kind of episode today. I'm very thankful that it is. We will, I can, we can talk deets uh, when we finish recording. Okay, because um, baby bought concert tickets today. Oh, yeah, I saw you saw you tweeting. Yeah. Well, we, yeah, we can talk about that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Guys, come to the Bauhaus concert <laughs> in Brooklyn, November 2nd. Come party with me. Come make eye contact with me and point at me from across the stage, the, the whole entire venue, November 2nd. Let's go. <laughs> so here at the Fresh Podcast Market, we're a real podcast about fake podcasts. Are we? I mean, we are. I we have are. an I have an idea today. Do you? Please pre- tell me this idea. I came prepared. I, cool. At least I think I'm prepared, unless I've already used this idea that was in my phone. So okay. if I did, then you can just tell me and we'll just go back to bullshitting. But if not, okay. then we can have a fruitful discussion about whatever my brain came up with. Nice. So my podcast idea today is a trans life tips podcast there's probably something that exists to a certain degree that's like this anyway i'm just gonna keep going uh okay so an experience that i have a lot is that uh when i have a friend that uh comes out to me as like trans femme i'm they're always asking me about like like tips for like hair care and like skin care and makeup and Mm -hmm. You know, like, I know some things, like, not always from personal experience, because I don't really wear makeup, I don't really do a lot of, like, the skin routine stuff, but, like, I've I've read things, and I, I know, like, a little bit of a degree of what I'm talking about, but it, I think it would be... I think it would be cool for there to be like a podcast where you could they like the hosts could have like a person like a different person come on each week to talk about like you know like where to properly source good binders and like how to measure yourself for get like buying new clothes and how to like take care of your body uh in ways that you weren't taught because of your assigned gender at birth and the way that you were raised uh i think that's actually pretty cool i think um it could be like one part interview one part just catching up lifestyle tips yeah like i I think it also make people feel less alone too yeah because god sometimes you're like shit boy i'm trans and then 
you just have nobody else to like talk to and share yeah and then it's like what next yeah it's like okay cool you got that one out there but now what so i i totally see that and i i agree with you i think that'd actually be a really cool podcast yeah i'd love to see what people brought to the table and stuff like that because like sometimes it's even just a matter of like contouring your face will help you be perceived as more masculine or more feminine yeah like i think something like that so maybe and like the way that you like like looking for a certain fit when you're looking for clothes Mm -hmm. or wearing clothes in a certain way to like highlight or like play down certain features that you would not like that you're trying to go for with your presentation yeah Yeah. exactly i think a lot of that kind of stuff would actually be super helpful for a lot of people and i think that kind of would also kind of builds in a community yeah people to find and befriend i know especially when you first come out it is so hard like if you're kind of alone in this situation to find other trans people it's like kind of really hard to bounce off and like i know what that we're very fortunate because like we're surrounded by people that are also non-binary or trans or yeah lgbt or whatever like what and like this could even just be a general lgbt podcast as well no, i mean yeah I that's like, also true yeah it could i mean lord knows there are tons of lesbians who buy men's pants but it's like damn well how do i look good in men's pants or damn i want to wear a suit how do i wear a suit that actually fits my body yes and because like i feel so bad for women who want to wear a suit but there are so few masculine suit options for women and there needs to be a big like there's a huge market that people are just not taking in and maybe like even if somebody came and said like some brands that they liked and i also think a consciousness of like price point would also be really cool yes because i sometimes will like look up stuff and it'll be like check out these 10 companies and i'm like dude the cheapest thing on these fucking sites are 300 dollars. yeah it's really unfortunate that a lot of the most accessible like things in general just come at a higher price point because like queer people in general tend to make less money than their heterosexual counterparts yep and i just it's a little whack i i I think um there's definitely market this is a good one pan good market market. i like this a lot i think this is fun do you have a name for this podcast i'm not sure uh let's think of one i feel like something like mission transition would be yeah, or like in transition or something. Yeah. Transitional period. Ooh, yes. Oh, I like probably, transitional period. That's probably already a podcast name, but probably. I f- I'm gonna Google well. it. There's one called uh the transition period that is oh. uh it's about like pop culture and stuff. Nice. I'm not there's a few so yeah, I see the transitioning period. I see the transition period. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's the but, transition period. So, yeah, so not there's necessarily a few. transitional period. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. there's a few. But yeah, I think that would actually be a really good pod. I'd yeah. I'd listen to that. I yeah. Think I think this would be a good resource because like yeah. a podcast is something that you know like if you have your own personal phone, like you even if you're like a closeted teen, you can 
theoretically, I mean, you know, not everybody's situation is the same and mm-hmm. people have parents with uh, different levels of invasiveness, but, you know, it's it can be fairly simple of a process to get like a podcast app and like listen to something in your earbuds and then delete it and get rid of it mm-hmm. so that you don't have anything like mm-hmm. leading back to your phone. So yeah. like, yeah. And even I like, I can't help but think about how when I was like 15, 16 and I started meeting other people who weren't, scissor straight and i remember there always being talk about binders and what kind of binders to get and stuff like that and i remember how like there's all this talk about like don't get ones that have little hooks and eyes get ones that are like this blah blah blah, blah. and i think for now we kind of take it for granted that people know that like like for instance that gc2b is pretty reliable yeah but there's other companies out there too and like even if you can't necessarily buy a g2cb like here are some options i also one time read about how like those short like those soft shelled camisoles the ones that have like a built-in bra but not wired mm-hmm. you could also use as a binder to some degree and stuff like that depending yeah. on how tight it is and i was like these are useful too so like even if you can't necessarily buy a binder like here's some things that you could do or like how how do you safely talk and yeah, stuff like like that. T- uh, tips on safely binding because yeah. it is there are a lot of ways that you can hurt yourself over yeah, like no. long periods of time using binders. Mm-hmm. I I hard agree with this panda. I think this is a really good episode idea. This is yeah. a really good podcast idea. Yeah, this was just something that uh, this one's been sitting in my my notes app for a little while and nice nice. nice. Is it time to go to your favorite zone? It is. So that one works, but the theme song doesn't work. Whatever. Welcome to the Good Vibe Zone, Teresa. Have you brought anything to the Good Vibe Zone? Uh, Yeah, I have. After oh. four fucking months. I was like, my- why is Teresa so intense all of a sudden? And then I remembered what you were going to say. <laughs> After four months, my dumb little haiku tapestry has come home finally came home i pre-ordered this motherfucker through a proxy service in november because i couldn't just buy it off the jump festa website so i had to literally go through a proxy website and i ordered it and then it shipped in february and then it did the tracking number didn't move for like two months and i messaged them i was like hey where's my package and they were like some packages take up to three months because of covid and i was like ew okay thanks i guess and then last weekend i was like guys where the fuck is my tapestry because i was like honestly ready to accept that it was gone forever but today I came home. My mom's like, you got a box from Japan. I was like, I did. I did. And I like sprinted upstairs. And there it was. And there he was. And I opened him. And he's so big. He's like the size of my door frame. Like he's He's a big boy. He's a big boy. And he's my boy. And so happy for you. Don't forget you're here forever. (laughs) I would die for Tanaka Ryunosuke every day of my life. So that's my good vibe zone. What about you, Pant? Tease, I've been keeping this one a little secret, waiting for the moment when we can record. My offering for the good vibe zone is that I have started Dungeon Meshy. I'm about halfway through volume one. Oh, 
I'm halfway through volume one and I really wow. like it. This is the good vibe zone for me. Yeah, this this is a good vibe zone for Tease only. Wow. Wow. What do you think? Who's I your favorite? It. Tell me. Tell me everything, Panda. Okay. Oh, God. It's been it like I read the first vol- like half of the volume one morning when I couldn't get back to sleep. So I don't 100 percent remember everybody's names except for uh lias is that yeah. say that that's my boy. Name. i know that name because that's your boy but oh boy who's the girl i don't remember her name marcel yes marcel i love her she's, she's a lesbian he's baby i have she's seen i have seen lots of of gay fan arts of her so i'm looking forward to that she's 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 a lesbian she does lesbians like he's adorable and i love her i feel like you'd also like he's who's the cat girl Okay, I haven't gotten there yet, but I love a cat girl. She comes in, like, a few chapters later. Mm -hmm. I think you also will appreciate Tata, who's, like, one of my niche faves, but... She's really good. I'm gonna I'm gonna send you a Yeah, you know, it hadn't occurred to me that normally your favorite character is not uh the main character of Buddy series, but I'm sorry, her name is Tade. But Buddy, she uh, Mr. Lias was designed in a lab for me to love. I I like him. He's he's baby. He's so for people who haven't watched Dungeon Meshi, but I guess read Dungeon Meshi, but know me well, <laughs> he's a dumbass, but he's also very smart. He's loyal to a fault. He, he's just, he's a little fucked up. I'm a little horny for Monster. <laughs> but he also wants to eat everything. And I really respect that because that's me too. Just, just, just a little bit of kidding, maybe. I don't know. But I love him. And uh, don't go on the uh, Dungeon Meshi AO3 tag, boys. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Why? Is it because you are there? I've written like half of the not safe for work I, on the yeah, tag. Yeah, I, I knew that. Yeah. <laughs> or at least, at the very least, I knew that you were a prolific Dungeon Meshi not safe for work writer. I mean, like, there's like three of them and I've written... I mean, I'm pretty sure I know your not safe for work AO3 account. So, oh yeah, it's the same as my not safe for work regular account. Yeah, like, that's that's why I maybe this part should be blocked out. But <laughs> I'm gonna I'll I'll in, I'll insert like a foghorn noise. <laughs> that's really funny. But like, yeah, it's the same as bah. Yeah, Tease love. Dungeon Meshi. I'm yeah, so happy I'm you're enjoying Dungeon it. Meshi. I've actually I've been tweeting about it a little bit on my comics uh, account but I know that you don't follow me there so I had no fear of, Damn. of you finding out. You're so smart. You're so big brained. <laughs> but I'm so glad you're liking it and it takes about to about chapter 16 to get like in the paint, mm-hmm. you know? So I... I really hope you have a good time reading it. I am having a good I, time so far. I can't wait for you to like tell me things now. This is like just as exciting as when you read Beck, honestly. Yes. Yeah. Which, uh, wow. speaking of, you've you've started Utsuna again. I sh- um, third time's the charm, baby. How are how's it going this time? Choo choo writes. That's all I, I can say. Cannot express to you the the joy in my heart I felt seeing your your you make choo choo your icon. It's 
Choo Choo's so fucking good. I love Choo Choo's like the fave, honestly. Wakaba is like the tease chorus, but also Choo Choo is the tease chorus. I'm so glad. <laughs> like, and I knew that a little bit, but like, I didn't want to like, I don't want to overhype anything. So I, I mm-hmm. wanted to let you come to your own conclusions, but I'm glad that you have realized the the truth, the love, and the way of Choo Choo rights. I mean, I've always loved Choo Choo and boy. Wakaba, but like, because I just never finished the series, like I never really talk about it. But from the 10 whole episodes of it that I have seen, those are my two favorites. What have you seen so far? Like in this this third attempt? We only watched the first three episodes because okay. we're watching it as an anime club together. Yeah. So that is uh, Chelsea, London, Lily, and me. So it's the three of us. And we watched up to so the third episode which is like the one where they're in the ball and nanami throws the oh man you haven't even gotten to episode four is oh i know what episode four is trust me i i'm familiar with it Hememi is a weirdo who keeps snails in her pencil box (laughs) that's what will happen (laughs) yeah exactly my queen she's so fucking good she's so good (laughs) we we're like we were like chanting when she came on the screen. She's, we were so excited for her. Yeah, and she's so good in the next episode too. I'm so excited. Yeah, we also were like shouting when uh, we saw Jury. Yeah, in the second episode. I mean, yeah, we love a mean lesbian. We love a mean, sad lesbian. That's me. <laughs> well, this this has been delightful. I'm I'm excited to because I assume because it's anime club you will actually finish this yeah because we are all holding each other accountable this yeah time. I and do you think that it helps that you're watching it with other people also 100% because yes. I was gonna that occurred to me when you told me you were gonna watch it for anime club that it might help that you're not just watching it by yourself the whole time yeah it's 100% helping I'm so glad all right, listeners. Well, if you would like to follow us on Twitter, you can do that at Fresh Pod Market. And if you'd like to follow me on Twitter, you can do that at Mpandanada. Tease, where can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter at Vicunia. That's V-I-C-U-N-A-D. But also, you could find me on Down by the Sea, which is a maritime horror zine. And you can find out more information about that on gumroad.com backslash uh, sideshow pub or you could find them on twitter at sideshow pub and i think they also have a tumblr and a facebook page they went all out for this so if you want to give a little purchase Roni, half of the proceeds are going to the ocean foundation i think and then the other half is going to the artists so mayhaps i will actually get paid Woo-hoo. so yeah give it a give it a little uh, check out but those are all the places that you could find me. You could also find us at Tumblr at Fresh Podcast Market. The joke is I don't remember what the password is. So maybe someday. So maybe someday, you know, maybe someday. I don't normally plug all my other things, but you know what? I'm going to do that. I yeah. do another podcast called Imagine Me and Utena. It is about, well, currently it's Imagine Me and Yuri Kuma, but that's about to end because we are finishing up Yuri Kuma finally. Wow. Uh and that's a podcast about the collective telematic universe of Kunihiko Ikahara, the David Lynch of anime. I also do a podcast called The Comics Podcast, which I mentioned kind of earlier, and that is at Comics Podcast. And I also 
am a producer for the podcasts Puella Magi, Monica Magicast, and Pokemon Mind and Body. So that's exciting. Oh, and also the YouTube podcast series Backseat Drawing. So Damn. You do a lot, these, Pand. These are all of my wares. Get that shmoney. Yep, I need it to live. Yep. And if you would do. like to support this show, you can find our Kofi at ko-fi.com slash fresh podcast market. And if you have any ideas for podcasts, you can hit us up on Twitter or you can email us at freshpodcastmarket at gmail.com. And uh if you liked our theme music, that was cul-de-sac sunset by hopefully not badlib on soundcloud.com. That is my wife Gwen, and you can find them on Twitter at Gwendolyn Maria. And they, I believe, put out some newish music recently, maybe. I think they so you should check that out. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining me at the Fresh Podcast Market, Teresa. Thanks for joining me at the Fresh Podcast Market, Pand. Everyone, it's time to buy a seven-foot-tall anime boy tapestry. Have a good one. Bye. Ba-ba-ba-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-